It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the Souls of Smoke Cigar Cast. Drew. Mo. Yo. Cow. Bringing the bull. Missing Danny tonight. Yeah. Who knows where Never he is? Danny Vasquez. No. Never forget. You guys need some catchphrases when we introduce this thing. Mo always yeah. just says "yo," and Drew, you don't say anything. I say, Ooh. "Welcome to the Souls of Smoke." <laughs> so yeah, some people don't need an introduction, Cal. Well, I guess he did the whole introduction. So. <laughs> well, wait, is this all just a big lead-up to introduce me? Is that what's going on? It is. Oh, my oh, okay. I think D- Danny kind of just pulled a KD. You know, he came in for last podcast, fucking killed it, and then he's out again tonight. Yeah. That's what Danny does. Good for him. Uh-oh, someone sounds like they're lighting something. You know what? Uh, yeah, I just let it go out. You know what you, uh, you know what doesn't come and go? Cigar noise? Cigar noise. Always yeah. there for you when you're lonely. <laughs> it is always Making there for you. The noise. <laughs> In all seriousness, cigar noise. It's awesome. They're, they're yeah. also the Sons of Smoke sponsor. Listen, at some point, people just need to take our words for it and join. I mean, if we listen, I think that we have demonstrated over the last, I think we've been doing this podcast for two years, right? Um, I, think yeah, demonst- longer. I think we've demonstrated over the past two years that our recommendations or the things we stand by uh, are not bullshit, that we are straightforward about the things we actually smoke, the things we actually use, and the thing, the way we actually do things. Uh, so if we're saying that we're on Cigar Noise and use it, it's it's an awesome cigar community. And we, we do joke every week, but it really is a cool thing. I mean, that's Absolutely. not, <laughs> that's not a joke. <laughs> we have been... So my, my goal is, and I think Ted and, and Dom are listening, I think they're going to be the representatives at IPCPR for Cigar Noise this year. I mean, I want, to take, I want to take those guys, I'm going to take those guys out to dinner, and, and I want to hang out with them. And it's my first opportunity to actually be able to meet Ted, which I've been looking forward to for years now, right? Nice. And oh, yeah. uh, so, uh, you know, I've met Dom before, not that he's chopped chicken or anything like that, but, <laughs> you, know, uh, you know, he's a good guy too, so I'm looking forward to that. Absolutely. And uh, you make so, a lot of friends, so, man. You do. One of the things that, that I would wonder right now, if you're listening to this podcast and you are not on Cigar Noise, I want you to pause it for a second and send one of us a message that says, why in the world you're not cool enough to be on Cigar Noise? That's a good idea, back. actually. That's, that's a brazen challenge, Kyle. <laughs> you got to go all uh, in on these things, man. You really do. What do we got tonight, guys? I don't know. Kyle, did you write them down or you want me to go through them? I wrote them down, but I got a different one first just for fun. All right. Just so, for funsies. Just for fun. Uh, we got the bull topic first. Mm. Um, so I was looking through some popular or not popular cigar hashtags on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And what I'm wondering is I'm going to give you guys five hashtags that have all been used. And I want you to put them in order of what you think is the most commonly used one to the least commonly used one. Okay. Because I think this could be fun. All right. Sounds like it. (laughs) 
You sound excited. So <laughs> the first one is cigar porn. Okay. The second is cigar daddy. Mm-hmm. The third is cigarbage. Mm-hmm. The fourth is cigar babe. Mm-hmm. And the fifth is why are your cigars never burning? So what hmm. is most to least popular? So why are your cigars never burning? Is that is that a Brad one? Did he come up with that hashtag? I don't think so. No. Okay. Um, is this that just would be... this is just something you typed into Instagram to find? Yeah, I typed in hashtag cigar and then looked around for a while. I gotcha. It's deep research. My uh, my the the one in the last place I think would be that one, the least used. Why are your cigars never burning? Uh, cigar porn would be the most used. That and cigar babe. Well, yeah. I'm, well, yeah. I was going to say that that would be... Wait, what were the other ones? There's Okay, so we have those. I'm setting those up the two. bookends. What were okay. the other ones? Then you have cigar daddy, cigarbage, <laughs> and cigar babe. <laughs> what? I'm going to say cigarbage is number... <laughs> Four, Cigar Daddy is number two, and Cigar Babe is number three. Why is Cigar Daddy used at all? Well, isn't it <laughs> that is a great question? <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, Drew's going to do some research later. Listen, man, there's no, a whole, su- there's this whole like, segment of the cigar population that smokes cigars because they think it gives them an image. You can't discount that. That's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a, there's a big segment of people who smoke cigars. For image purposes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Mo, you're saying cigar porn, cigar daddy, cigar babe, cigar babe, cigar babe, Why are your cigars never burning? Yeah. Yep. All right, Drew, what you got? It, it's pretty close to that, but I don't. Da- daddy is throwing me <laughs> off. <laughs> daddy is throwing me off. That is our name for this episode. <laughs> oh. I- <laughs> For, for simple sakes, I'm going to go with Moe's. All right. So you're correct about number one, cigar porn with 1.5 mm-hmm. million. Mm-hmm. You're also correct about number two, cigar daddy. What the hell? 40,000. Jeez. That's a lot. Okay. Um, number three, this is where you start being wrong. <laughs> Why are your cigars never burning with 19,000? Really? Wow. Yeah, believe it or not. Okay. Do you get that uh, one a lot? No, no. Okay. Not really. Uh, the fourth is Cigar Babe with 16,000. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then last place, Cigar Ridge with okay. four. That's right. It has been used four times. Cigarbage. So let's let's up the Cigarbage count. <laughs> <laughs> and, and let's lessen the Cigar Daddy count. Yeah, Man, I'm, I'm not going to judge other people's lifestyle. I just was blown away by how many it is. What's the... I, I never liked cigar porn. Didn't we talk about cigar porn before? Man, yeah, that was like we... two years ago. Yeah, we did. I remember we addressed that, that hashtag before. Yeah. That's true. I'm going to have to start using that hashtag if it's got 19,000. My God. The why are your cigars never burning one? Is that the one with Cigar 19, porn. Yeah. Yeah. No, cigar porn, I'm saying. I was, was, cigar was porn in the millions. Million. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm going to have to start using that, even though I don't yeah, necessarily agree with it, but my God. It's one of the biggest cigar ones. <sighs> By a long, long way. 
because everything's porn, right? It's like bourbon porn, beer porn, yeah. hot dog porn. It's fucking yeah. everything's porn. Cliche. Yeah. 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 That just means a good picture or something now, which is not what porn meant when I was a kid, damn it. No. <laughs> it, meant, it meant watching it through the fuzz. Not your daddy's yeah. porn. On the cable because you didn't have that channel. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> in, any, in, any, in any adolescent boy who's never done that, like that's our age, I'd be shocked. Kids these days have it too easy, man. No, I know. They just oh. on the internet. But, I mean, back then it was... It was a struggle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then the internet came out, and, man, you yeah. would, like... Wait 10 minutes like, for a photo a to download? Time. Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> half-loaded, and you're just like, all right, what's coming next? <laughs> oh, beautiful. Man, the world we used to live in. <laughs> you know, everybody right now is, like, imagining that AOL sh- sh- yeah. right now. And like, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Remembering that. Uh, yep. simp- simpler times. You're like downloading something and someone picks up the phone in your house and you're like, damn it. I'm on yeah, the internet, mom. Right in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting. We've come a long way. And, I, and you know, technology, like anything else, um, there's probably a middle ground of where it's best for society. But I don't know if you guys are seeing this stuff. And it's not that I necessarily disagree with it, but it's certainly going to be a lot more intrusive for people. But these things called smart cities. You know, where they're going to uh, have, you know, built on 5G networks. This is what they're working on right now. 5G networks and and uh, security cameras all over. And, and they've got these cameras now that can see ridiculous distances and into buildings and things like that. Uh, you know, there's a point where technology is cool, but then it's like, you know, are we getting a little too much uh are we sacrificing our privacy these days? Mm-hmm. And some people yeah. are happy just to put everything they fucking do out into the wild. And, you know, hey, you know, this is whatever. And that's fine. But, you know, things are not trending. Things are trending to- towards a very, very uh, intrusive world, it feels like. Yeah. Some would also say it's a very convenient world, right? It's a trade-off. Sure, sure. Interesting. As a pretty uninteresting person, I don't mind as much as I really ought to. You know, on a philosophical level, I don't like it. Right. But damn, I like I like easy. Mm. I get that. Yeah. But it is it is a dangerous thing. And and oh, yeah. you know when people say, "Oh, I got nothing to hide." Yeah. Okay, that's fine. But that well, doesn't mean going after me right now. Right. And <laughs> that doesn't mean that somebody doesn't have the right to to have uh, privacy in their lives. For know? sure. Uh, For sure. Anyway, uh, what are you smoking, Cal? I'm smoking uh, Kazdagli Daughters of the Wind. Oh, that's right. You posted that. Mm. It's a good cigar. Yeah, it's my first one. So, How is some, it? Some 1792 High Rye with it. That's a pretty good pairing. So, would recommend. Nice. Yeah. You guys smoking anything? Not tonight. No. Sweet. Not tonight. Don't smoke it today. The Sultans of not smoking. Damn. <laughs> Why are your cigars never burning? Yeah. Because they ain't smoking. <laughs> um, so where, where are we going to start, boys? Cal? Cal? With what the listener got? stuff? Yeah, let's go with some listener stuff. All right. You want to dive in or you want me to do it? Go ahead. All right. So our buddy Andre Diaz says uh, i'm summarizing here a little bit 
Um, should people tell manufacturers their cigars need improvements or keep it to themselves? Uh, so basically, if you don't like a brand, should you be shit-talking it somewhere? Should you, mm-hmm. uh, he said, blow smoke up the brand's ass? Mm-hmm. Um, like, what should you do if you don't like a cigar or a cigar brand? What is mm-hmm. the etiquette versus what do you actually do? All that good stuff. Sure. Yeah, I mean, we'd all like to say that we, uh, you know, don't dog cigars or dog brands or whatever, but that's a lie. I mean, oh, all sure. of us at one point or another have talked shit about a cigar cigar brand or whatever and um, to say that you haven't you'd be honestly lying to yourself and anybody around you mm-hmm. but the optimal way is uh, you know listen when there are guys in the industry that I know that I don't necessarily like their cigars but I still respect the hell out of them and I would never tell them that okay um, and there are people that don't like my stuff and, and maybe they respect me and don't want to hurt my feelings or whatever and keep it to themselves. And then there are people that are going to go out there and they're just going to talk shit on any social media forum that'll give it, give them a, a, a podium, if you will, or mm-hmm. whatever, a pulpit. And, and they're going to use that. Uh, never my favorite way of doing things. I think that uh, whatever. But, um, you know, amongst friends and especially like, you know, We've talked about this. Cigars are money, essentially, right? That's money mm-hmm. sitting in your humidor. If you have a buddy that you know, and he's asking you your opinion about a cigar, and you're like, okay, man, do I think you'll like it? Do I not think you'll like it? And you tell him, man, I'm not sure you're going to like this. You know, here's why. Uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And, in fact, I've been at events where people have come up and asked me about my cigars, and I'll ask them, well, what do you normally smoke? And they'll say, like, Liga Druist, you know, Liga Number 9. Well, I'm, dude, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie to you. These aren't, these aren't up your alley, you know? Because I would rather a guy, I would rather do that than have a guy smoke my cigar and then go tell people shit because it's not, it's not in his flavor profile or his wheelhouse. Sure. Yeah. I'm doing myself more of a disservice by, doing, by trying to put it in a guy's hand that doesn't, that doesn't smoke cigars like mine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and you kind of build some credibility too, right? So next time, you know, if you do come out with something like that, you can be like, "Hey, man, remember how I said you w- wouldn't like any of my cigars? This one might work for you." Sure. Absolutely. And I use Liga Number Nine because I don't see a lot of crossover with guys that like Ligas that like my stuff. I'm not saying that there isn't, but I don't see that crossover very often. But you know, there's a tasteful way to do things, and then there's like we have to be real with ourselves. We've all dog shit, but that doesn't make it right. You know, it's in, it's in your uh, intention. I feel like, and how you go about expressing and blowing smoke up somebody's ass. Uh, you know, that's hard to define. If you really support somebody and you really like them and you believe in them and you're, and you're not afraid to let people know that you're not blowing smoke up someone's ass. You're being genuine. Now, if you, like, dog someone's cigars and then you meet the guy and you're like, oh, my God, I love your stuff, well, then you're just fake. Yeah. Right. You know. That's true. Just my opinions. You guys? Drew, what you got, man? Um, we don't want to dog their stuff. But I think... Uh, I think this is goes into the kind of the other topic that somebody had... Did they ask us last week about a week before? But uh, it, like it may not be for you, 
This is somebody asked us this, didn't it? Something like this. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it may not be for you. So that doesn't mean it's not for thousands of other people. Hundreds sure. of thousands of other people. So it may not be in your wheelhouse, but you dog it because everybody else likes it. Yep. No. Yeah, I mean, there are some cigars where it's it almost seems cool to be the guy who hates it. Yeah, I mean, look at Goethe. But those cigars are also shit. <laughs> <laughs> and if, if somebody from Gurkha would like to discuss the fact that their cigars are shit, I'd love to have that conversation. So I, that doesn't bother me at all. So there's that. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, there, there's you're not going to change people, right? And then some people are going to want to dog stuff because they think that it brings them, you know, attention. Some people are going to dog stuff because they legit feel like they got ripped off. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um, You know, I always tell people there are very few bad cigars, at least on the premium level, right, Um, that that you're going to encounter. But what you might encounter are a lot of cigars that don't fit your flavor profile. And that's okay. But that doesn't make them bad cigars. It's like Drew said. Just not for you. Mm-hmm. So don't sit there and start bashing people's stuff because the cigar wasn't for you. No, if you had consistent quality issues and you can't use one as a quality issue, get out of here. It's a handmade product. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Stuff, shit happens. But if you have consistent issues or whatever, that's understandable. Okay. But, yeah. you know, there's a way to go about these things. Being tasteful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mostly agree with that. I think there's, like, I, I agree with you that for most flavor profiles and things like that, it's completely legitimate that somebody is probably going to like that cigar. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there are other things that are more okay, in my opinion, to be not cool with. Mm-hmm. So, like, here's some examples. Let's say their construction is always bad. Yep. Right? That doesn't happen too often in premium cigars, but it does happen sometimes. Or if their construction sure. is going downhill, it happens. Um and I think another one could be how the company conducts themselves or how the reps conduct themselves or how the yeah. people associated with the brand conduct themselves. That would turn right. me off to a brand real quick. And right. there's no better way to get me to talk shit about your brand than to have you acting like you're kind of an asshole. Sure. Yeah, it's understandable. So it's a, there's that. It's a connections business. You connect with people. Right. Whether you're on the consumer level, the retailer level or the manufacturing level, it's about connecting with people. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. if you're not connecting with anybody, it's going to be tough. Yeah. So something you said just got me thinking about something slightly off topic. I hadn't really thought about it this way before. Yeah. The fuzz on the TV. That's all I'm thinking (laughs) about now. (laughs) Yeah. I got got this computer in front of me, though, so it's okay. Um, But okay, So this handmade product thing. Right. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. It's a handmade product. Sometimes stuff happens. Sure. At the same time, I think about, and I'm just exploring this. I haven't thought about it this way before. I think about if I go to a restaurant, right, and I get a meal, Mm. and it's fucked up, and they're Mm -hmm. like, oh, sorry, our chef made Mm -hmm. I'm going to be like, I don't care. Mm -hmm. Right? What's the difference? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I get it. Um Chances are that that chef is not uh, making as many dishes as a roller might make cigars in a day. Sure. Um, uh, a chef is only as good as his ingredients. Uh, same with a roller. Okay. 
Um, I don't care how great your recipe is. If you don't have the right ingredients, it's, you know, there's going to lack consistency or lack depth or, or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. But you do go to restaurants and sometimes your favorite dish doesn't taste like you remember it or they switch something up or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. It's not, it's not a bad analogy. I guess one thing that's probably true is that for most food, you can tell if it's messed up before you sure. serve it. But sure. for most cigars, they could have a hidden problem. That's Absolutely. One potential yeah. difference. Yeah. Anyway, any other thoughts on that one, guys? All right. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, that's a tough one, man. I, 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 know where, I, I know where your head's at and I know what you're trying to say. Um, but I think it's a little different because ultimately you're putting a bunch of different things together for the cigar, for the cigar to give it a profile or a flavor or a burn or whatever. Um, whereas a a meal at a restaurant, uh, you know, is a little different. Actually, let me throw some more, to order some more curveballs in here. Yeah. yeah, it's made to order. It's one more curveball for that, that on the side of cigars. Uh, let's say that the restaurant actually has to send it through some other person, some retailer, mm-hmm. right? And it mm-hmm. goes into, uh, this analogy breaks down, but they have to store it for you, right? right. Correctly, accurately. Yep. They have to ship yep. it correctly and accurately. Yep. Then it's in your humidor and you're smoking it in what who knows what condition. So yep. there's a lot more variability i suppose yeah i mean we've discussed user error almost ad nauseum but we've discussed it and there's some of that and then we you know we talked about the stuff that's not user error right so it's both you know there is both it's legit so tom wanted to know how hot is too hot to smoke outside whatever you can stand (laughs) <laughs> whatever you can stand what can you stand um for me uh probably not super hot but just like super cold either if it's so like what's your range if it's, what's your well range for uh, that kind of depends i mean if i'm just like cutting the grass or something um having a yard guard <laughs> Sure. It, it won't matter. It'll be 114 this summer at some point in time, and I'll probably be having a cigar while I'm mowing or weed eating. Wait, but in your gated community, Davidoff is a yard guard. Isn't that right? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen anyone else that smokes here. I wish. You need to find a new neighbor. I guess, yeah, I do. It's not gated either, by the way. <laughs> well, well, it makes it I know you, better I know. <laughs> I know you like to <laughs> tease. But it's not. Save it for the golf course. Wait, yeah. I'm not on a golf course either. I'm I'm happy about that though because I don't golf. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. But as far as like sitting out back and having a cigar, man, if it's much over like, I don't know, eighty five, <laughs> it's too hot. Time to go to a lounge inside somewhere. I think humidity plays a big role for me. Well, yeah, that's that's true here too. You know, um, you know, like if it's ninety 
in Chicago, chances are it's going to feel like it's a hundred and something. Um, you know, with the humidity and whatever, which I don't know, changes things a little bit. Right. But I mean, like if I look at the different markets throughout the country, like for example, like Arizona and Florida, that like their slow season is the summer just cause it gets like super hot. Right. For retailers or whatever. Yeah. And so I think it just depends on what you're used to, man. I think it's a really relative thing. Because, like, when you go down to Nicaragua, for example, you know, it's hot, but people, we smoke outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, it just depends. It's whatever you can handle. Yeah, I think yeah. that's the best way to... It's a relative thing, man. Yeah, yeah if, it's question, between about, if it's between about 32 and 90... I will smoke outside. Ooh. See, I, I don't enjoy smoking outside if it's less than like 55, 60. 60. I really don't enjoy it. 60 and 85. Yeah, I mean, for me. <laughs> and listen, I'm a cold weather guy. I mean, I, I've grown up in Chicago my entire life. I mean, I just, I don't enjoy smoking in cold. Never have. It's a long time to be out there kind of doing nothing. Yeah. yeah. Fuck that. All right. Um, so the other question we had: uh, if someone gives you fake Cubans, what's the etiquette? So Do this you is thank a... them, smoke cigars to relax. Is that right? Yeah, Jim. Yep. Yep. Good dude. Nice. Um, Do you thank them and say nothing? Do you smoke them? Do you trash them? Do you give them away? What do you do? Do you cut them up? Thank them uh, for giving you anything. Yeah. Be cordial. Yeah, didn't didn't you have some of these, Drew? I did recently. Like, pretty recently. <laughs> I've got I've got a couple more to investigate in. Yeah, you just think people, man. They don't need to know they're fake. Uh, it, it, wait, there, there is a scenario where they might, but the scenario where they don't need to know is it's some Joe Schmo a guy that just smokes cigars every now and then. And he was on his trip to Mexico and brought you a Cuban. Thank him, let him know it was amazing, and roll on. The guy that you want to tell is the guy that smokes cigars all the time and somehow got a fake and be like, dude, I don't I don't know if that's legit. We should check into it. Te- a teachable moment. That's legit. I would probably say similar, right? If there if there's a chance or a likelihood they're gonna buy them again and get screwed again, that's good too. Yeah, then I'd probably say something, and I think that's probably very similar to what you're saying, Drew. Yeah, you don't want them to waste that money. Yeah, but if they were, I mean, I actually did have some friends that went to Mexico and they brought some back, and actually by the time I got them, because I don't even think they had them in a plastic bag or anything, but. By the time I got them, they were all dried out and stuff. And it was just like, thank you. That's awesome. Glad you were thinking about me. Appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a kind thing to do. Yeah. Mo, what would you do? <laughs> he's he's Mo. muted at the moment. He He's probably Mo. flushing. Mo is smoking a fake Cuban right now. 
I don't know what happened to Mo. He is muted, is what uh, is what Skype says. Mo, is there a way to unmute him? I'm trying, but no. <laughs> Sweet. How about this? This is our finest hour. <laughs> What else you got? What what else you got, Cal? <laughs> hey, sorry. Guys. There he I is. Hey, there he is. I don't know what happened there. Uh, you what were, happened is it ground to a standstill without you. You were muted. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, yeah, my phone, my just Skype stopped working, right? So you got some major static on your end, too. Oh, really? Um, well, in in regards to getting fake Cubans as gifts, um, I think we've all been there. And it happens, and I think you, you know, handle it with class. Thank the person. Appreciate the gesture. Um, if they ask you to smoke them in front of them, that's the tough part, okay? Um, because then it's like, shit, I actually got to smoke this. But sometimes they end up being pretty good cigars. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's up to you at that point whether uh, you want to keep them or not. But certainly don't you know, rain on the person's parade. I think that, uh, that's never a good idea. Uh, you know, when people have come ask me in the past, you know, I always tell them, Hey man, there's only one way to find out, smoke it. Now, obviously there are some that are just, you know, for sure, but, uh, Cuban tobacco has such a distinct taste that it's pretty easy to tell if it's legit or not. I feel like anyway. Yeah. That's where I'm at with it. Count? Um, all right, so let's roll on to another topic then. Um, so one thing that I've noticed, and I'm curious on your guys' thoughts about this, is with IPCPR coming up, there's a decent number of brands that are doing, like, rebranding or redoing mm-hmm. their packaging and that kind of stuff. Right. What What does it mean to you when a manufacturer does that? What do you think about that manufacturer or their cigars? I think there's nothing wrong with it. I, I think that uh, if you update your packaging and kind of, especially if you've been around for a long time and you see the market change and, you know, it's like sports teams that change their logos. Uh, nothing wrong with that. Uh, I will say that I, I see it um, in the cigar industry. It seems that the longer you could hold on to your original packaging, original logo, and uh, for me, it's not something that I would necessarily look at always trying to do, but I get why people do it. Makes sense. I always have this thought in the back of my mind, like, why wasn't it working before? What are you trying to fix? <laughs> so I just, I'm just curious about that sometimes, but it could be just like you're saying, you know, keep it fresh, keep it interesting stand out on a shelf fresh and interesting Drew what do you think man um whatever Mo said (laughs) (laughs) alright well apparently I wasn't I'm a representative (laughs) Mo Mo fielded (laughs) that one I I fielded the last one (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right. What you got? What, what's next, Cal? What do you got? <laughs> happy Father's Day to you, uh, Cal. Oh yeah. Yeah, happy Father's Day, Cal. And and Danny's not here, but happy Father's Day to him too. Yeah, and all the listeners who are fathers exactly. or role models for people or you know, all that good stuff. Uncles and everything, right? Yep. yep. The whole shebang. All right. Uh, so next topic. Uh, the This is an interesting one, in my opinion, for one reason that has nothing to do with the actual topic. Uh, so Leaf by Oscar is suing Gran Habano for this Jeff new Bob. cigar they announced. Yeah. Because right? it's wrapped in a whole tobacco leaf like the leaf is. Kind of an interesting lawsuit. Any thoughts on on that? Is it can it be trademarked to wrap something in a in a leaf? Is it you know, trademarked? Saw, you know, we we saw the same thing with uh, you know with Tatawahe. Uh, if you guys remember the Flor de Lis, or uh, so he was only able to keep that logo on his cigars that were out before a certain time. So that's why some Tatawahes have that and some don't. Uh, so it's not like it's unprecedented. Uh, I mean, that's just the first example that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. But you know, is, I think a, a better example of what you're talking about, Cal, is going to be the chisel tip by LFD, um, which they patented actually. So oh, no other, no, to my understanding, yes. So no other brand could chisel tip their cigar. And had Oscar done that, then then I would completely his lawsuit would have merit but the question is and the question that's going to be is that is putting a leaf around a cigar patentable or trademarkable or whatever and that's you know where the attorneys are going to come and try to figure that out in my opinion that is a branding thing not necessarily a performance thing or anything like that so it's going to be hard to prove that nobody else should be able to do that but I don't know Hmm. for sure I think that's silly. Like, go on. That's kind of petty. Like, I get it if the, you, they name the same cigar after you, after yours, or they their band looks like identical. Like we've seen some others recently. Yeah. But that's like, I use Connecticut Broadleaf on mine, so nobody else can. It's like, who, no, <laughs> who cares? Like, it's come on. Yeah, the interesting thing, though, about trademarks and patents is that if you don't protect them, you lose yep. them, right? That's so right. So you kind of have to do something. Right. If you have the trademark, right? Because if you just I, say, oh, this is okay, then you you don't have it anymore. Well, and if he trademarked yeah. it, then I, I agree. I mean, they're in the wrong. Yeah, I don't know. But if he hasn't, then it's stupid. <laughs> you know, pe- pe- people always ask me why I use such generic names for the cigars like because so nobody can sue me so nobody can come say oh you stole that from me i mean there are certain terms that are just not trademarkable or or you know whatever that's or the same thing that bespoke was told yeah and they were told they could not trademark bespoke cigars or whatever the right words are i don't know if trademark is the right words yeah and alec bradley made a bespoke cigar and now they can't be bespoke cigars anymore. That's crazy. So the whole thing is, I don't know, man. What I don't is, know how it all works. What is, what is that for people that don't either. people that don't know what happened? Somebody's a lawyer listening to this, right? Can, no, no, no. What, you know the story of what happened. That's what happened. So, 
what, what, well, in a former in a former life, I used to work on patent disputes, trademark you? disputes. Yes, so I used to work with uh, attorneys all the time on that. My most famous one was the uh, the Amazon one click function. I worked. Uh, Amazon had hired my firm, and I was on the project. Uh, it was me, a partner, and that's it. And uh, worked on defending uh, Amazon's one click patent. And that was so. successful, right? It was, yeah, yes. They still they have it. Look at this guy. And uh, um, it was interesting. That, that was such a fascinating case, although it was brutal time-wise. I mean, working on Fourth of July weekend and all that, but it is what it is. But those things, um, you know, if people see dollar signs or potential for dollar signs, and I'm not saying that's what Oscar is doing here, but they're going to defend their shit. I mean, how do people know Leaf by Oscar? Because of that Leaf, that thing gets people interested in trying the cigar. Sure does. Damn right he's going to try to pro- yeah, he's going to try to protect that as best he could. Which is, is which I would do too. It's a big selling point. I mean, those cigars are good cigars, they're quality and good price point, but that that Leaf helps sell them. Which so mm-hmm. if he doesn't have it trademarked, what's his uh, case to stand on? And my, I mean, I'm not a lawyer, but it, it's going to be hard for him to do that. So are we thinking, are we thinking it actually is trademarked then? Or why would he take the time to deal with this? I thought it had something to do with like branding sort of, right? Like a, like a branding dispute. Oh, he can't, okay. There's a lot of stuff you can't exactly trademark, but it still matters for your branding. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, they might be able to prove something like, yeah, hmm. me either. And so they might be able to uh, prove that, you know, that it's a unique thing that is attributed to his to his brand in the marketplace and to do that same thing would cause confusion. You know, who knows? Mm-hmm. There's a million ways they could look at it. Yeah, I haven't read it. Um, the part that I did read was sent to me by Tyler. Um, I think I sent this to you guys, too. This is my favorite part of their lawsuit, is that in their lawsuit... They included a comment section from Half Wheel that was mm-hmm. people talking about this cigar, right? And kind of the confusion that it was already causing was their, their point. So it's right. a screenshot within the lawsuit document, right? And my dumbass, right? So they're having a <laughs> they're having a contest on Half Wheel yeah. to win a bunch of crap, right? So I put this stupid comment about how this like random bot thing they're making ninety five dollars an hour or whatever. I was like, I hope they win the contest. And that is part of the lawsuit. Oh, is it it's really? In the screenshot. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> that's great. So that's hilarious. Good job, Cal. Yeah, you know I'm I'm legally famous or something. Not you might any be of called in as anything. a material witness. Yeah. I can't imagine. I mean, if they want to know about that dumb bot, I will talk about it all day. <laughs> that's fine. I think that's hilarious. Yeah. But if they want any more information than that, I got nothing. I just thought that was pretty damn funny. What's next, Cal? You got Deep the list? Thoughts with Drew. I don't know if I have Deep anything after last week. Drew. I don't know if I can I can top that one. You don't have to top it. It's just got to be deep <laughs> and a thought. Yeah, technically you're going to go under it. That wasn't deep or, or a thought. It was just a story. There you go. So... <clears throat> No, but I'll ask a question. So, dealing with the same issue, 
of of crappy employees. What do you, what do you do as a manager to combat someone like this, someone like that? What I mean, you you both like have been what? in managerial roles, correct? Like I know Mo has yeah. Cal. Yeah. <clears throat> so when someone you have like what? when you have an employee that I don't even know how to. <laughs> God. It steals food of Africans. That's no. We're back in the kiddie pool. Oh man, how do you how do you fix how do you help somebody like that? That is like their their mentality is that of like a child. <laughs> you don't hire them. Well, yeah, but you've already got them. So then, what do you do with them? I mean, and and even to the point of of putting them on. Uh, uh, we've had other issues, but like. If I give you a box and I'm like, hey, go ship this, here's the address, and you walk out and you ship something else instead of what I just handed you, that's like deliberate at that point, right? That's like, fuck you, I'm going to do whatever I want. Or are there Maybe people that... Or they're, that, or that, they're incompetent, that, one or the other. That, yeah, their like thought it. process is... Uh, Yeah, we've had some other issues that have popped up. That exact scenario, actually, but I don't know how you how so, you help someone like so, that. So here's here's my answer for that, which is a real answer, right? So first, I think you look at yourself as a manager. Did you set the right expectation? Did you make it clear what they needed to be doing? Right? If you left right. some ambiguity, that could be on you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you need to to realistically look at yourself and not just screw other people for that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if you have set the clear expectation. And you say, look, here's what I expect from you. You do X, Y, and Z, and you do it in this way, right? Which, you know, may or may not be relevant for that job. It could Mm -hmm. be anything. And they don't meet that expectation. You have a candid conversation about how they did not meet the expectation and what they should be doing going forward to meet your Mm -hmm. expectations, right? Right. Or if they have demonstrated either a pattern or something that's so wildly unacceptable that they need to be fired, you just do that. So I, yeah. I want to hear people on our Instagram post this week of people's or, or message us somehow. But if, if somebody's got some crazy work stories, I want to, I want to hear what other people got. Like that's, what did the fuck up guy at your work do? Is yes. That kind of what you're looking for? That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. What did that guy do at your job? I want, and if it's you, what kind of cigars do you smoke? <laughs> and then what happened is my other question. Yeah, well, yeah, what happened? What was the uh what was the end result? F- fire some of yeah. those over to us. And you know, just cuz you know, there are some people that flourish in different types of environments too, right? So just cuz a guy doesn't necessarily flourish in one work environment doesn't mean that he won't in another. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah, that's and, not And you know, yeah. Sometimes, um, you know, I saw this interesting thing on LinkedIn uh, probably like last year, and it was like a statistic or something like that where, and I don't remember what it was, but people, there was, this, there was this quote in it that people don't leave jobs, they leave bosses. Yes. Right? And that is so true. I mean, there are countless people that actually enjoy their work or enjoy what they're doing or at least tolerate it to the point that they can go to it every day. 
but man, you get a you get a miserable boss or manager or whatever, and uh, you're looking to get out of it. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I've been there. Which yeah. I'm also trying not to be that guy. Right. But at the same you time, feel like, like you are becoming that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, people want to get away from you. But well, <laughs> no, just just one individual, which I'm happy about. <laughs> I right. can I can lose him. That's good. <laughs> but so but, I guess the thing that I would argue for you then, Drew, is that you should help him find what he will be successful at. Help him. Hey, let me uh, fill out a job application for you. Well, no, not that much, right? But like, you know, this is, oh, not, I would. this is not the right thing for you. You're never going to be completely successful at this. You're never going to be the guy getting the huge raise or the huge bonus, right? But if you went and right. did this, you well, might do pretty well, man. I think your skills are more aligned with that. Yeah. Which it's a fine line, too, between like, uh, like micromanaging this person and leaving them alone and them screwing stuff up because then it's like, well, you didn't check in on them. Right. So, uh, it's such a hassle. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they don't they don't call your job manager. So you sit around while guys fuck up. Well, and, and man- you are just a babysitter. People is, is a skill. Not not everybody could do it. You know, it's not, listen, you could be the smartest person in the world or the best at your job, but that doesn't mean you're going to be a good manager. Oh, absolutely. And, and there's and there's no better example of that than sports. Very rarely. Do former superstars make good coaches? Yeah. Very rarely. Yeah. That's interesting. Anything holds them back. I think they can't relate to the guy that's not just naturally gifted with the same skill set. They mm-hmm. can't. They can't nurture someone who maybe is not as talented as them. Yeah. Because they can't relate to them. Now, you look at baseball, some of the best managers were catchers who are typically not the best players on their team. But what they learn how to do on a daily basis, game by game, is learn how to manage a game. They're managing the pitcher. They're managing the defense. They're studying hitters, their tendencies. And so they take that knowledge gained and become managers and a lot of times become very good ones. Yeah, that makes sense. So, are you zipping up your pants now? <laughs> Getting out of your tent? No, I'm zipping my cigar case. <laughs> oh, I'm zipping my cigar case. Okay. I'm not wearing pants. Oh, all right, Dave. Uh, <laughs> but there's something to be said for that, man. So, um, I don't know. Being a manager is tough, and, and a lot of it is, uh, re- again, kind of like cigars and stuff, relationship-based. Oh, it's, yes, it people. is. It is. Yeah. yeah. People can also feel free to send us their bad manager stories. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be yeah. fun. Send it yeah, over. And you know what's the best combination in terms of absolute hilarity? Is when you have a bad manager and a bad employee working together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you're like destined for crap. It's pretty great. Yeah, that is good. As long as it's not at your company, it's really funny. Or, or your expense. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got anything well, else? That's all I got. Anything else? Yeah. Nothing else. I guess uh, next week it is then. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody can jump on cigar noise. Get on cigar noise. 
and then also message us with your bad employee and bad manager stories. Yes, I want to hear that. I really do. This is not a... Yeah, post it. Are you turning, Mo? I am. And like a good citizen, (laughs) following the laws of the land, using my turn signal appropriately. I no uh, longer believe you are from Chicago. To uh, <laughs> so hopefully I won't get a traffic citation. Kyle, don't even get me started. When I see a license plate from Wisconsin, I literally try to get away from that car. <laughs> I mean, because I know some stupid shit's about to happen. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> That's because we don't have the same DUI consequences that you guys do. No, you guys were number one. We were like number nine. In terms of having DUIs? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We don't have any consequences. You can get like nine of them before they take your license. It's terrible. Yeah. It's really crazy. You hear sometimes on the news, this guy got arrested for his 16th DUI. You're like, what the hell? Wow. What is going on? Consistent. Yeah. All right. Podcasting under the influence is okay, though. It is. It's encouraged <laughs> if Dave West is on as well. Yeah. <laughs> All right, boys. All right, guys. Next week, have All a good right. one. Yes, indeed. See you. Take it easy, guys. Cheers, gentlemen. Make sure you guys check out our YouTube channel. We've got a couple of new videos up there, and let us know uh, anything else you'd like to see. Thank you for listening to the Salt and Smoke Cigar Cast. Be sure to check us out on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, email us either about the podcast or about our cigar line at thesaltandthesmoke at gmail.com. Also, uh, if you want any salt and smoke gear, please get onto our website and to our online store. We have shirts and hats. If you're looking for anything else, please let us know and we'll get it up there for you. Thanks, guys. We'll uh, talk to you again next week.